Yo, 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 what's going on, what's going on, what's going on, what's going on? We are Bizak, Bizak, Bizak in the motherfucking house, man. I am Mike J, and with me, my, my brother. Bowtie Fresh in the building. Back on the scene, feeling good, man. No, y'all, I'm sure I've, we've heard from a couple of people, I should say a couple people, we've heard from quite a few people. Yeah, y'all missed us, so we definitely appreciate all that love. We appreciate the prayers, had some people reaching out to us, too, just in, in a little bit of an absence, so... Definitely appreciate the grown manish fam and everything that y'all, you know, sticking sticking with us. So what's good, Mike J? What's the business, oh, man? man? Shit, man. Just glad to be back, man. It's just uh, 2021 has been a crazy year. So man, it is 20 man. look, 2020 through 2021 has been a crazy year, bro. For real, for real. Yeah, so you know, it's a blessing to be back, man. And folks, glad to be missed. So definitely ready to jump back in, man. Uh, had some you know great opportunities. We dealt with some losses, man. But you know, we're still here, man. Yeah, man. Tell 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 the people where you've been at, Mike J. Oh shit, man. Chilling, man. Keeping it, keeping it, keeping it low key, man. The only thing that excites me, man, is I cut my beard down a lot. So uh, uh oh. Yeah, man. So you know, I'm so you went here. from so you went you went from Rick Ross to Delroy Lindo. Hey, uh, I mean, I ain't. I sit back. I ain't out here looking like a black stone cold Steve Austin. I still got some <laughs> on the sides, but you know, I definitely, I definitely cut down the front a lot. So when I was getting it cut down, there definitely was a lot of hair on the floor. But uh, you know, you know, you know how it is, man. You got to sit back and change up the look every now and then, man. So got the Mister Potato Head look going on, man. You know, I'm here. Potato Head, <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, that's I was looking at myself. My son was looking at Jeezy. I said, "Damn, boy, you come with this body, boy. If you ain't like super black ass nigga, we been looking Mister Potato Head, man." So. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I, I like I kind of like Mike J, man, appreciate everybody, you know, checking in with us and stuff, man, Bowtie Fresh, it's been, a, it's been a wild couple of years, man, a lot of good opportunity um, in various aspects um, of life, uh, 2021 has been crazy, Bowtie Fresh has literally just been an Uber, so yeah, everybody's talking about, you know, well, where, where y'all been at, you know, what y'all been doing or whatever, if y'all check the social medias, You'll see Bowtie Fresh has literally just been an Uber with my boys getting back active, both playing football, both doing robotics, one in band, one in choir. It's, it's just a lot. It's, it's, it's a lot. Middle school uh, activities are cumbersome. So, you know, that that has been going on. Um, and like I said, just dealing with things that, that, that life brings you. Bowtie Fresh currently looking <laughs> to get a new roof put on the crib. Notice the notice a couple of wet spots on the on the roof, and uh, my son found a, what we thought would look like a shingle. We didn't have some storms come through here in the Nap Town, so uh, Bowtie Fresh is is out here in, in them streets. So definitely a lot, man, a, a lot going on. Hopefully, you guys see that you know just because we have not recorded doesn't mean that. That the, the the grown man ish is out of your life, Mike J and Bowtie Fresh. We still are here. We just had to deal with some some real life things, you know. And uh, to to Mike J's point, um, we suffer suffer some loss. Um, and another reason why Bowtie Fresh, uh, you know, kind of kind of took a minute uh, to step away for a second is, I know that y'all heard um, Mike J and I both talk on this episode about our families and, and, and different things and different health issues. Uh, um, and I find it only right because I've, I've shouted her out very many times. She was a huge supporter of me, huge supporter of 
my, my, my journey with my brother, my business with my brother. Um, but, but just to share a little bit of news with the, the grown man and his family, uh, Bowtie Fresh lost his stepmom. Um, she kicked cancer's ass a couple of times and uh, cancer fought back and, and she lost her fight. Um, but she only lost the fight with that bullshit ass disease. Uh, she's, she's now with the man, uh, with, with our Lord and Savior. And she's not feeling any pain anymore. And, and she won the ultimate fight by sitting at the foot of God. So um, I just want to take that, that moment saying, we love you, saying, I always going to love you, miss you. Um, thank you for the impact that you've had on me. Uh, thank you for the impact and, and love that you gave my father um, as y'all joined in union. Um, thank you for my brother and sister and my nieces and nephews. Um, don't miss you. Love you and going to miss you. Um, and, and that's where it's a grown man is right there. Yeah, I went to the funeral and one of the things I noticed was it was very, it was upbeat and everybody had so many great things to say about it. And it wasn't like a forced thing. It was just like, it was just like a, like a laugh. It was like, like you knew she was gone and physically, but spiritually she still was there, man. So that was a blessing. And Absolutely. also knowing when you lose somebody and they have that relationship, I'm just going to be out there, I'm a Christian, so with Christ, that it is, it's a relieving feeling because you may, you know, you're going to be missing them, you're going to hurt, but you know, you know, they're all right. So no doubt. that's a, a comforting feeling. So definitely, uh, you know, we definitely will, you know, thank the time that we had her here. You know, I've been around her plenty of times, man. So uh, mm -hmm. definitely, it's, it's definitely a blessing. But on a positive note, you know, I know we've been going through some, you know, this was a hurtful thing. You know, your boy did end up getting him a crib. So, you know, we yes, said that it's a blessing, man. So, so the lady now, we, you know, we did it. You know what I'm saying? So she was a big celebration. Says, yeah, you know, so I guess I can now jump on officially in the crib and say, fuck your couch, nigga. But then again, I'll be, <laughs> be screwing myself because I bought the couch. <laughs> so I'll just, have to, I'll just have to sit back and do that in my mind. But uh, it's definitely been a blessing. It's been a, it was a long, long, a long road, man, but definitely ready to be back. Uh, yeah, man, y'all fought, fought the fight on that road, man. Yeah, Whoa. Man. Yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> Yeah, it's marketing. You know, we'll talk about about the cost of living a little later, man. But yeah, but this is something we disagree on, man. It's holiday season coming up. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you are where... you are a lover of the holiday season, and I hate it. Oh my god, <laughs> ugh! Just the thought of it makes me. I don't know why it. you are. You are always Scrooge McDuck out here I on the holidays, brother. I hate this it. man, bro. Now the grown man, this family. I'm gonna tell y'all this. I know Mike J and I. We've been friends since, since shit thirty some odd damn years. Like we we friends for for pretty much. Like we brothers. This nigga has hated the holidays the entire time that I've known him. How do you hate holidays as an adolescent, as a teen? Like this man hated the holidays. Man, what what has brought your disdain to the, about the holidays? I never man? even what even as a, even as a kid, I man, I just never was like you know I was like oh that's cool you know your kids get some stuff man I was happy for that. You get older, it's just like oh, put these lights up, put the tree up. Now I hate doing that stuff. Now it's just like the pressure of got to get all these gifts and everything else like that. The religious aspect of Christmas and of Christ being born that's that's all. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about everything. Right. Else. It's like it's not fun for you. It's a strain because you're stressing to make sure you get all this stuff, man. So to me, it's not, it's not enjoyable. It's just, it's just more like stress. So I just I dig it, know, man. I, so it's not I love it. So it's just kind of like 
put this damn Christmas tree. It's just the thought of it. Just, I hate it. Oh, I hate it. So I'm not my, most people. My, y'all, Mike J walks past Christmas trees and just mumbles under his breath, you motherfucker. <laughs> I, ain't no, I, ain't no, I ain't no mumbling to it. <laughs> I don't want to go to your holiday party, nothing. Just leave me alone. Don't white elephant, pink elephants, yellow elf, green. No. I used to do that shit in my old job. Oh, let's have a what's that, the white elephant party. White elephant party. Yeah. That's that bullshit. I don't want to be here. <laughs> so yeah, having the kids. You never been to time. you haven't been to a, a really good Christmas party before? Have you ever been to one that, that, that like that you enjoyed just to be like, ah man, this this was dope. Like this was fun. Uh actually we have a cousin. He has one, you know, get some good food and stuff like that, but it's kind of like Okay, I could do this without the Christmas motif. It's just yeah, saying, yeah. it's saying, it's just saying, and it's nothing against him, him or anything like that. You know, both time out, we have mutual family members, which is, you know, weird. Yeah. <laughs> his yeah, cousins, yeah. his cousins are my cousins and vice versa. But that's what I'm saying. Like, we always say that, that you know, we brothers, but like, literally, we are like related down the line. <laughs> yeah. Like, his, his, you know, my uncle married his aunt and cousins, and, you know, this is just a lot. Yeah, but yeah. uh but yeah so i don't know just this the same thing man so you know i will never be openly disrespectful i always make sure i provide and do it for everybody else but this is not this is not my thing so I dig it man so, well i'm on the opposite end i'm looking forward to it i love the holiday season now when i say holiday season like i like everything starting in november through the end of december so like thanksgiving is my favorite holiday like I get great food and football like all day long. And then you sprinkle in a little basketball too in the evening. Oh man. Like I, that's my joint. Thanksgiving is my joint, but I love the holiday spirit just in general. I, for me, it's not necessarily about the stuff and like gifts and all that type of stuff. Like that's cool. And to my J's point, that can be stressful at times, like trying to figure out what to get people or, you know, did I make sure that I miss anybody or like trying to shop for a certain thing like that can be stressful. But for me, like the holiday season is more so like just about like that, that family and that bonding, like my family, like as a whole, like we used to get together and like, it would be just like a big, like to do. And that's, that is like, I guess from my childhood, like that's where it comes from. Like I miss those big moments, like just like gathering at somebody's house and just having like a huge breakfast, you know, or doing like a dinner or something like that. Like it just, is the the atmosphere and the ambiance of of the holiday season for me? I love it. Like so I said, on the opposite I, end of my, of my day, I'm hype. Like I'm man, I'm ready. <laughs> man, this is more like, uh, but I do like some Christmas songs. I do have a Christmas playlist of songs I like. Oh but, yeah, me too. But and uh, it all, and it and it has to it has to start with that Temptations Christmas. It starts yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, no, that should a jam. But uh, but anything else, it's more stress and. It's just more like just greeting your teeth. It's like I'll be feeling the Grinch. Now I do think the Grinch was a, a damn crackhead. He just had some real crackhead ass tendencies. But oh, damn. Man, well, come on, man. Look how he was acting, though. That's a now I know what a sting is. And oh, he's shit. acting, he act like a damn, he act like a damn sting. You out here stealing and shit. You out here looking like you ain't slept in days. You ain't back, washed the bathe. Nah, he's a sting, man. But uh, yeah, dog. but uh, back to beyond, man. but beyond stuff that we have a disdain for, man. You know, I know you have you have a disdain for the school pickup line. I only did my, oh, I'll I, give my, I'll give my one. I went the other day, and then you know we got our wires crossed up. I'm up in line, bumping Chief Chief Keith Finito. The white man looks at me. <laughs> I look back at the white man, and I just keep, I turn it up even louder. So, uh, but that's pretty much. I only did that once. Usually, I do it in the morning. 
So I got to pick, I, I do drop off and pick up from my, from my middle schooler. We don't have a, uh, there's not a bus that comes to my area for, for his middle school. Man, that goddamn drop off pickup line. Number one, people get there. Like, let's say pickup is at 345. Man, there's people there like at 230 starting the line. I, and I'm not exaggerating. Like I had to go and drop something off for him for robotics. And I got there early at 230 to drop it off for him, dropped it off. Man, the, the pickup line was already starting. Luckily on his robotics days, I, I got it. I don't have to pick him up till like 530. That's when practice and stuff is over. But bruh, like why is the damn pickup line so fucking long? Number one, like it, it just kills me. Number two, the dumbass shit that people do uh, I'm weaving like, in I, and weaving out. I've, I've heard about it from my, bruh, from my fiance. She talked about it the other day. She, yo, so here's so the, I witnessed this to what's today, Thursday. This was on Monday or no, Tuesday of this week. I'm sitting in the pickup line. I'm behind in this in this long ass line, and the line that I that I have to sit in, like it curves around like in a U shape. So then, like there are some cars, the cars that are there are further along, they're facing one way, and the, the rest of us that are kind of following in behind them are facing the opposite way. These two cats know each other. They didn't roll their windows down, and they talking back and forth through the cars, like out the window or whatnot. You know, loud as hell. So then, when the bell rings and people start to file out and the cars start to move, why does my man tell the, his homeboy? Hey man, let me let me swoop in. Let me swoop in. Kind of like you know the cutting in line type thing. So the car in front of him moves and he waves him on. The dude, like literally, he was like two car lengths in front of me. He swoops around and gets in front of his buddy. Tell me why, like four other different cars started honking their horn and people are yelling <laughs> out of line. You can't do that. You <clears throat> blah 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 blah. You need to wave. So I'm like, it like it starts to thing. Dude starts yelling back. Then the other guys let him swoop in. Starts yelling at other people. Man, it's like literally about to be like an adult fight in the school pickup line to pick up some seventh and eighth graders. Not only that, there's a <laughs> there's a there's a dude who fits the stereotype. When I say fits the stereotype, this nigga drives a charger. This he it, it's a black dude drives the charger, tinted out. He will always, without fail, even when it's raining, has his windows cracked, music blaring, profanity everywhere. We're on the school grounds, mind you. Well, I was, doing, that. I was doing that the other day, so what's the problem? <laughs> but but, but, were, but was there an element uh, or a hint in the air of herbal refreshments? Nah, he's still, he's still you can going to catch a case, and it's going exactly. to be more on that. You catch that case, you're in the school zone. That's stupid. Bruh. Bruh. But I kid you not, it is on a regular occurrence that this cat is blazed to the limit. Like he, you, you see it billowing out of his car. I'm like, bruh, I said the same thing you did. I'm like, this cat's trying to go to jail. Let it be the wrong, one of these wrong teachers that, that come across him and they gonna say something. And we typically do have the local police department on site, unfortunately. It's always a lot of fights and other crap that be going on, kids doing shit, but like, you gonna be you gonna mess around and go to jail over some dumb stuff or trying to be cool in front of some eighth graders because like he's he's that guy like at, at different sporting events he's that guy like he's always saying and doing dumb shit like he got us my son plays football y'all know this he got uh, in two separate games he got us penalties for walking on the sideline yelling and saying shit and doing shit you're not supposed to have parents or anybody else on any type of sideline how he got down there only God knows. 
So but does, the, but, does, but does, the does the son does the son play? Huh? No, his, his son got kicked off the team. Oh, so he just <laughs> his like son played. Of, oh, okay, so he just like hangs out after his son. Yeah. Man, if my kid ain't playing, I'm not going none of them damn games, bro. I'll be up in there like out, <laughs> bro. It's it's crazy, but man, the, the the pickup line, it's 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 bad. Like it's really really bad, bro. Mm. Like I I have I have so so many other stories, so many stories. I have there's people that will let their kid off like at a certain point in time. A pickup line, you're on a busy street, like you're on a main road, you're on a busy street. People will pull up let their kid off like open the door their kid will get out this is a busy street we're not on the school grounds yet and make their kid walk so that they don't have to wait in line yeah i seen a little white i seen a girl she literally almost got hit by a pickup truck trying to cross the street pickup truck was obviously in the wrong because they were doing at least 45 through the school zone number one but two this woman should have never let her child out on the main road on the busy road not on the school grounds but the main part I'm like, what are you people doing? Like, just because you don't want to wait in line? It's crazy, bro. I hate the school line. I have an utter and complete well, disdain for the pickup line. Yeah. Anyway, that's off my soapbox, man. All right, man. So let's get to, so shit just frustrates me, man. Let's get to these politics, man. You know, from Biden is trying to, you know, trying to pass a spending bill, right? We got a few Democrats, you know, I'm going to say we because I'm, I'm a Democrat, right? And so trying to get this thing going, they holding on, like Manchin from uh, West Virginia and the new senator from Arizona. I can't think of her name, but she's been out here looking crazy. She was dressed like Aaron Neville the other day, so I knew this motherfucker <laughs> was on one. You see when she had that denim outfit on? Yeah, and I saw that. Crazy. <laughs> All right, so you know, Biden, you know, he's like, I want to do all this stuff, right? You know, for the student loan, like cancel out certain months student loan, like, uh, like said, federal is that federal leave? Was it leave for like men after a woman after a woman has a baby? This yeah, is like family, yeah. family leave, right? Family, all family these, medical leave. Uh-huh. All these things now they they aren't combating the the climate crisis. Yeah, like so all kinds. All of stuff. this stuff that you know, I guess he thought, like, man, we got the majority, we're gonna get this mug bill to pass through. And you got a few dissenters who are willing to, to like, you know, basically, like, if they're not doing stuff for rich people, then folks is out there and they, the, the, you know, middle class and poor people out here struggling. Yeah. And, it's, and, it's I, and I feel it's, it is, it's, it's crazy to say that. And that's kind of my stance. Like, number one, I, and I've said it before, Mike J and I have said it before, and we'll say it again. Make sure that you're not just voting at the federal or, or big elections. You need to be voting and, at your state, local levels as well to get some of these motherfuckers about the paint. However, it bothers me that not only are there individuals trying to block this within the same party, but some of the stuff that is even in here, I'm like, how is this really going to impact people? Like the those that are in need, those that, that really need it the most. Like, what are we doing? And it, it like the, let's say, let's talk about the, the child care or the, you know, the caregiving, you know, the free universal preschool, you know, or, or, or care for preschool, you know, to a certain age. Okay. That is something that, that literally people struggle with on a daily basis. Like I can see that, but something as far as, again, I, I could be being selfish, but why is there so much arguing going on over the climate crisis? That's not Botox Fresh, not saying that we don't need to give it attention because we do, but there's more arguing over that as opposed to other things like healthcare, opposed to other things that are like, like student canceling student loan debt, 
Biden and, and, and Harris ran on cancellation of student loan debt. Then it was like, oh, we're only going to do 10000 Uh, Maybe we'll just do 50000 No, you said you was getting rid of it. Yeah, but I can talk about I can, 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 I can sink the Democrats or I go with the Democrats and I'm a Democrat, quote unquote, but I'm a, I'm basically doing everything the Republicans want me to do. So it went from like, a, I think three, I think it was a three trillion dollar, something, something crazy. To yeah, all it was this like stuff three, that tr- three that trillion to out. one point, yeah. 1.75 trillion. Yeah. So it's just like, this, I mean, I, just, I mean, he got, he do got all the leverage on him. And then the fact that you don't, if he, now if he had a bigger majority, then, you know, but they got yeah. a slight majority and in 2022. People typically don't vote in non-presidential elections. They're probably going to lose some of, the, some of them some of the House seats. So I ain't been the happiest about it, but I do got to cut them some slack. If your people ain't like holding the line, now I ain't a Republican, never vote for that. But I will say they will hold the line. They, if they, if they, they, they work in unison. Now you got a couple of centers that's screwing up everything. It's hurting all Americans. Look at food yeah. prices, and that's oh, that's exactly what I was about to say, man. Not not just gas. food prices, but gas. Yes, everything. Like it's crazy how, how much how, stuff costs. Housing, housing, cars. Yeah, <laughs> like you can't like even, the, you can't even get a used car for a decent price now. No, and that's and I think that that's my thing. I, I don't necessarily have a Democratic or Republican a Republican agenda. I'm like y'all, fucking all of us, all of y'all. That are supposed to be making these decent decisions are screwing all of us as Americans. Like that's my frustration. I'm like, somebody needs to figure some shit out because only thing that's hurting are the rest of us. And I don't really care upper, middle, lower class. Like we are unless you rich, unless you got three million, two million, one million in the bank, or you that that's okay. You might be cool. The rest of us that ain't in that million dollar status are getting fucked. Like I'm, it it just is what it is. That's my problem. That's, that's where I'm like, that's where my frustration lies. And then I started seeing stuff talking about, Oh, let's, let's, you know, do, do this for a greenhouse and let's do that. Like, that's great. I would love to see those things done, but I also, but I would prefer if I had to prioritize money or a focus, I'd rather, what, what did they say? Some hundred, some hundred million kids or whatever that are not able to eat. I'd rather see them get food than deal with something with a greenhouse. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think the priorities are so fucked. That's that's just my opinion. Yeah, and I think if you have government, you can you can if if you have people in unison and who are if they truly vote along if they go for what's best for the people and let's just say in this case Democrats they hold mm-hmm. they got the majority right. You vote mm-hmm. for your party, you can get all that stuff. You can get it done. Yeah. But but when you got a few dissenters who basically are like, well, I stick my tongue. It's just like like the, you know you can't be on the fence. You either either with us or against us. And if you know yeah. me as long as anybody, right? I am a definite like you either with me or f you. There's no mm-hmm. there ain't no middle ground. So I, it's just right there. It's like Biden's hands is tied. 
Because you know, Manchin, he loves this. He don't answer any questions, just like that. Oh uh, yeah, I seen him avoid. I seen him avoiding questions. <laughs> that said, senator from Arizona. You know, she she's on one. It's just, yo, man. These people they say all these type of things just to get in, and then they just they just just be like whatever. So you know, it's 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 messed up. You know, it's like it was like earlier we you talked we we're you and I talked earlier this week about the workforce, right? I think I read yeah. something that four point nine million people. Resign, from the, job. Resign yeah. from the jobs. The great resignation is what they call them. Yeah. And but the then resignation. But, but then, you know, on the, on the flip side, all these places are hiring, but then you have like messed up AI that won't allow people to get hired. So yeah. It's just, you got you got messed up AI that won't allow people to get hired. You have individuals that are when I say individuals, maybe I should say organizations. You have organizations complaining about the labor force, complaining about needing help, this, that, and the third. But you're not doing anything to take to take care of them. Now we are we seeing all of us. We see a lot of things talked about with regards to wage and wage disparities. Absolutely. But what people don't realize is that there's also a lot of talk, also a lot of frustration around how people are treated on the job. Like when you can't take a freaking bathroom break, and if you go to the restroom and it's two minutes long, and or you know five minutes long instead of two minutes long. You got a manager like, oh, well, you didn't do this, or I'm gonna to have to write you up, or that's that's not how you treat your workforce. When all. you have a work, when you when, even at the professional level, when I say the professional level, typically in in that world, the professional level means bachelor's educated or above. When you have those type of roles and people are just walking out saying, screw it, I'm done, because I either A have a job that I could probably do remote, but you're forcing me to come in, or B you are cutting the labor so much where I'm essentially doing three people's job and I'm only one person, but, but you don't want to hire anybody. So now my work home life balance is screwed up. Or you have individuals, you have certain scenarios where large companies, believe it or not, don't necessarily have the best benefits. So I'm paying an absorbent amount of money to work at, and this is not the case. This is just an example, Target. Let's just say I work at Target. I'm going to pay an exorbitant amount of benefits that now is decreasing the, the hourly wage or salary, yearly salary that I'm making because I'm paying such an exorbitant amount. So you can pay me $28, $35 an hour, but the amount of money that I'm paying the benefits, it's almost as if if you're paying me $35, it's almost as if I'm making $30 an hour. Yeah. And again, that's only an example. Target, don't try to come sue me. That was just an example because you guys are a large organization. Yeah, man. So it's, it's it's we'll we'll talk about this more in later shows, man. It's giving updates, man. But let's get to the extra mayo, man. And this is something that came across my screen today, and we were talking sick about it. Yeah, it's a sick bag. So I'm gonna pull it up here, man. So in Hazard, Kentucky. So so this is let me give y'all a, a, like a breakdown. So the Hazard, Kentucky, the mayor of Hazard, Kentucky is also the principal of Hazard High School. And he had, a, I guess, from what I'm reading, he had students, underage students. They had like a, a male pa pageant, whatever. But this is the weird part. Students came dressed in lingerie and gave lap dances to the staff. Like I'm, I'm not going, I'm not going to repost this because this is like to me child pornography. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say that's that's too close to fucking child. Yeah, but it's just like, yo. Like, as the principal and the mayor, what makes you think, like, okay, having a pageant, that's not an issue. But, and, and, and lingerie? And no, that's it, what, that's, even, even if it was, like, a girl, it's still, and they kids. And lingerie. That's, so, that's what I was about to say. And then, like, I'm like, dancing on, like, you touching, you know, like, a kid dancing. One thing is the kids, they were dancing in regular clothes or whatever. 
but like you like they show there's a picture of a of i don't know the kid i can't see if it's a boy or a girl you know the kid his face is marked out giving like twerking on the on the mayor and the principal and he's the yeah. same person yeah so to me when i saw that excuse me immediate thought this is pedophilia like this this is this is freaking awful like yeah. trifling on every level i don't really care like i don't really care if it is uh um males dressed in a certain way or if it's females dressed in a certain way yeah, these are kids. kids these are children and you have children dressed in lingerie dancing on male staff look at the picture like it, it's predominantly male staff sitting in those seats that they're dancing on inappropriate it's that's that that's trifling like the the my dad and i talked about this a little bit you know earlier you know off offline like even in this scenario he's the high school principal how do you file charges against this individual or, or what, you know, uh, you know, litigation can you do or can you have because he's the damn mayor yeah. like this, like this is foul. Like it's, it's, it's inappropriate all the way around in every aspect. But the fact that these are children doing this and dancing on adults, like there is no way in anybody's right mind that this is okay. This is no. a sick ass dude. And not yes. just him for doing yes. it or orchestrating it. The other, I can see one, two, three other people, three other men sitting in chairs receiving these dances. So all of them are complicit. All of them are nasty. Like every single adult in this scenario needs to have needs to be punished in some type of way because this is awful. Yeah, that's you know because you know, like I said earlier, he's the he's the if as the principal that I would assume that's his full time job, right? In those small towns, the mayor he can be it's like a damn near part time job because it's so small. So mm-hmm. in order to be fired, you have to be fired from that type of thing. You have to be fired, you know, through the uh, through the school board. Now, if he's yeah. the mayor, I'm sure he has good relationships with everybody. If it's a small town, so yeah. how long is this cycle going to continue? So Does the school, I don't know. The school serves 300 students grades nine through 12 yeah yeah dog that's that's trifling crazy. well man let's get to the twizzler bro we got and we got somebody i don't think we've ever got a twizzler too but doing our hiatus man this individual was uh he's been showing he's been showing his lack of iq and that's a little boosie and before I get there, I have danced to Lil Boosie's music. You know, I've, you know, his early music and I will be in the clubs and, you know, that, that it, it went off. They wiped me down. Yeah, but, but my man, it's not even my man, but like, I'm really worried beyond like his issues with the LGBTQ community. It's like his stupidity. Like Lil Nas X is like trolling him. And he's like losing yeah. his mind every exactly. time. So like, are you stupid <laughs> or are you just hateful? Like, I, if, I, if you're so, hateful, we, I think you, you can change that. But if you're stupid, yeah, I don't know, man. So what was you saying? I'm not stupid. Yeah. No, I was gonna, that's what I was going to say. You said you can't fix stupid. I, I, I was going to say, I think it's a little bit of both. Like, I think there is a whole lot of ignorance there. But, man, that last post that I'm not going to read, that oh. last, y'all, can go, y'all can go look at it. Um, but that last post that he made on Instagram uh, over the weekend, or was it Monday night, they got everything buzzing again. Yo, man, that's hate. That's pure hatred. Like anytime you say the words that he said to and about little Nas X, like that, that's hatred, man. And I feel, I feel like there, I feel like there's a, some intervention that needs to go on for Boosie. 
You know what I'm saying? You can't answer. You can't intervene on 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 somebody with that stupidity like that. I mean, you can try, but it was man. That was that was. I understand. Yeah, I understand. I read it. But it's just like if somebody, it's just like if you got, it's just like it's just like a basically racist, like somebody who's racist, right? If they got their mind so up, like up someone, someone's ass, and so like hateful, man, you can you can pray for them, you can try, but it's in the heart, man. And this dude, I remember last time he got mad, little Nas X, he started tweeting at like six thirty in the morning or something crazy. Yeah, that's like yeah. the first thing on your mind. My first thing is I thank God and I do look up my phone, make sure family's straight. You know, but you that's the first thing on your mind. Like you've been shot this year, you went through all this type of stuff. Yeah. And you, you keep complaining, Instagram take your account all the time, and you got mad people weren't buying your movie and everything else. And this dude is trolling <laughs> you, right? I, it's like it's so thing. obvious. It's like you're so it's stupid. Blatantly obvious. Blatantly like, obvious. Like, Nas X is trolling you. He should have, if he would have been smart, he would have got in on the joke, got him on there, like, let's make a track. It right. Was, it mean it, but you so stupid. Now, now, now I'm sure the little nice X is probably. I hate to say this. I'm sure this ain't the first time he's heard that. He probably laughing all day. Oh he's yeah. Trolling dude. Yeah. And he's and he's falling for it. He's falling for it. Hook, line, and sinker. Every yeah. single time. Well, hook, line, and Twizzler. So go ahead and give him the Twizzler. Yeah. Twizzle. Hook, hook, line, and Twizzler. Hey, you know, Boosie. I, I hate. I hate to say it. Hate to do it to you, but you give me no choice, man. You got to take that old Louisiana Creole gumbo. Mm. It's been it's been dipped mm. in the dipped in the gumbo and being held by a crawfish Twizzler. That's the one you got to sit on, Boosie. T W I Z Z L E O. That's me. <laughs> hey man, and I, if I'm a little Nas X, I'm not gonna have nobody call me no start with that whack ass Boosie fade. That nigga, man, come on <laughs> out here, man. man. fuck out of here, dog. I'd be, man, I would just be getting off the jokes on Boosie. I'd have him ready to, you know, he already, he already looked like a little, um, a younger Flavor Flav. Dog, I'd have him turn into a little black-ass pile of dust. Oh, <laughs> oh damn. Man, I would just, <laughs> yeah, man. Not the little, not, not, not the cockroach. Yeah, man. <laughs> little black-ass nigga, man. Yeah, extra crispy. You out here with yellow eyes talking about somebody. You can't oh, talk shit. You can't talk to me with them damn Michael Jordan eye- eyeballs. No, 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 no. <laughs> hey man, so that's crazy, man. So, yeah, Boosie, simmer down, man. Simmer down. Go 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 back to go back to making some, some, some decent music, man. And and stay off of little Nas X and, and the LGBT rants, man. It's not cool, bro. All right, man. So all right, man. So I guess you know I seen something, man. A man went out on a blind date. You know he sit back, and brought him a little shorty, man. She brought twenty three family members. If you see that, when I see the family members come in, man, do you stay for the whole date or do you leave? <laughs> man, no, number one, I'm gonna be like, who the hell are all these damn people? <laughs> like that's I'm like, is this a party? Like what? Like what the hell? Number two, I want to know how she introduced them. Like, yeah. you know, let's just say, you know, my name is my name is Crystal, you know, and, and this is my cousin and my cousin and my uncle and my like, <laughs> like, how the hell do you introduce all these people to a blind dad? They like, what do you think? But to answer to answer your question, Mike J, yeah, I'm gonna stay because I want to see how I want to see how this is all gonna play out. I'm not. I already know in my mind, I'm not paying for these motherfuckers. Uh, I knew so I was gonna I'm, do that. I'm out. I'm I'm I'm, I'm staying. See, I'm see, but see, I'm one of them people. Like, so I'm, I, there are times where I could be a sick, twisted person. Have y'all ever, if y'all have ever not seen, if y'all have not seen the movie called Dinner for Schmucks, y'all need to check it out because that's that's the type of vibe that I would have been on. I'm like, I'm about to just see what's gonna pop off. 
Like I'm gonna order me some food and I'm gonna see what's gonna pop off and just see how this how this night rolls. And I'm gonna play into it. Kind of like, you know, shout shout out to our boy Tony Toes out Tony. When he gets all the the, the bot the bot text messages yeah. and he just plays into it, that's that's how I would have been. I would have just been like just rolling with it. But hell no, she was mad foul for that. Mad foul. 23 people. You think I'm gonna pay 31 a thirty one hundred dollar bill? This shit, I don't even want to pay two hundred dollars. You know, that's just for her and I. Yeah, bill was thirty one hundred dollars, and she mad because he didn't pay for it. Get the hell out of here! I would, I would. Before, as soon as I seen them twenty three people, I would excuse myself, said I was going to the restroom, paid out what I owe, you know, or whatever. If I had a drink or whatever, I and and then I'd have been out. (laughs) Cause you ain't great. You ain't great. Try a viral moment, me. No, no, no. no, Exactly. Bro, I'm not even, and, and y'all can get mad, you know, people people listen to the podcast, you can get mad or try to drag Bowtie Fresh if you want to, but I see all the time where people are like, ah, I brought my girl, I brought two of my girls. Nah, don't bring anybody. I'm not interested in anybody else. I'm not paying for nobody else. Whoa, I'm not whoa, paying whoa, for your listen, crew. Hold on, hold on, man. It depends you can call me. You it, can. Depends, it depends for Mike J. Back, back when Mike J was single, it depends what they look like. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, what they, and what they own. Now, if they own, if we own, if they own, if they own something, we all want to party. It's a different little story. But if you just <laughs> Mike want J was ready. Mike J was ready to carpool him. Yeah, but if you out here talking about you just gonna get some, you know, get some buffalo wings and a few cheap drinks off of me, no, no, no. Negative. See, that's <laughs> that's what I'm at. Like I'm, I'm not paying. I'm not paying for you or your homegirl. Like now, if it was a scenario where it's like it wasn't a date, but it's like ah, we all hanging out, would Bowtie Fresh buy a cup some drinks? Probably. Would I buy a round of you know like appetizers? Would there be a better chance of me being like oh, I got it? You know, let's just kick it. If it was just like a hangout type section then you might have a better opportunity. But if this is a date, like I've asked you out and like, okay, let's go on a date. And then you show with other people. Now this is no longer a date. This, this, this is an arrangement. This is a, this is a, this is a corporate arrangement right here. This is a business deal. Like I'm not, I'm not paying for no fucking body else. You got your damn mind. You can call me whatever the hell you want to. You can say, oh, this nigga's broke. You don't know what my pockets look like. You can think whatever the hell you want to. It's not even that. It's just just also like, come on, dog. It's like, I understand people doing something to go viral. And this is a moment she thought she was going to be able to go viral. So, and it backfired on her ass. I think she had, I think she probably had to wash some dishes and, you know, Drop some ass or something to get that bill paid. Yeah, know. hell, you know that's a, that's a lot of that's a lot of damn bread. Thirty one hundred dollars. Thirty one hundred dollars. Just think of the server. He probably like I'm getting back. <laughs> 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 so if it's twenty percent, most of over eight people, dog. Oh, he's getting back. Yeah, you, you getting paid, paid. Yeah, that's like standing six hundred dollars hit. Yeah. All right. Negative. Not not no says I. No says I. All right, man. So next, man, you know, you can talk about the Jay Ellis thing. I didn't, I mean, I, I, you know, this is a little backstory, man. I, I knew, I had seen before he was he was married. He didn't really keep his wife out there, man. So, but kind of, you know, this yeah, is- Yeah, I knew about it. I knew about it beforehand too. Like yeah. I, I've known for a little while. Uh, yeah, and we got to shout out, shout out our homeboy to Ace, man. I didn't mean to get him so riled up about this in the, in, in the early morning time. Ace was shitty. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> I don't uh, care one way. For those, really. for the, for those who don't know, there's a lot of talk, or hat was a lot of talk. Maybe it still is. I don't know. On various social medias about um, the actor Jay Ellis, who plays Lawrence on Insecure, um, about him not necessarily having his white wife 
out in the public eye and all the speculation and reasons as to why he doesn't have his white wife out saying that, you know, maybe it'll affect the show or affect the character. It'll, it'll be a draw away from, you know, the sale or whatnot of, of Jay Ellis and whatnot. So uh, there's a lot of talk going on about it. And it's kind of like the conversation that, that a few of us were having is like, why is it like that? Like, why does it matter who he's married to or, or that his wife is white? Does it take away from his craft? Does that take away from his character or from the show? No. It, even if you take it to a personal life, is that supposed to make him any less of a man because his, his wife is white? Like, why in our community, and oftentimes it is the Black women in our community that right, say go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, and, go ahead and jump on yeah. that. Go ahead and jump I'm on not, that, that ass by yourself. <laughs> Brother, I, I'm, I'm on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 but I, I feel the same. I feel the same way about it. If it is uh, a black woman and a white and a white man, love who you love. You should be allowed and to be with whoever loves you. If 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 you are in a situation where you don't, you know, uh, appeal to certain people, or you just find someone that you like, I don't care if they're green, red, blue. If they're a crip or blood, I don't really care. Like. You should be able to be with who you want to be with and who wants to be with you. And so why is it such an issue if someone in the Black community, if it's an interracial dating, and I'm saying male or female, why do we in the Black community make such a big deal about it? Like, damn, like I, I should be miserable being with someone Black as opposed to being happy with someone white or, if I, or Asian or whatever the case may be. Like, why are we so like caught up in this like I feel like we don't do ourselves a you know a good service about it like we should be trying to promote wellness promoting happiness promoting positivity and we still tearing each other down for whatever dumb reason and I'm sure people are not going to like my opinion or whatever but I feel the same way when you have all the various trolls on on social media trying to tear other trying to tear black women down you got all these dumbass dudes trying to say, oh, well, black women this, black women that. No. Why do you need to tear somebody else down to try to uplift yourself or someone else? So them, those people, those black males are just as dumb or idiotic to me as the women that say the same thing about the other men. Like, why are we tearing each other down? I don't think it's a, a black man against black women thing. I think it's we just are tearing each other down so much as, a, as opposed to trying to uplift ourselves, uplift our community. And it doesn't, it shouldn't make a difference if I'm, you know, married to someone that's Indian or dating someone that's Indian or dating someone that's Hispanic. Oh, well, you're less than because you don't, you know, you're, it's not a, it's not a black person, whether again, whether that's male or female, like it, it bothers me because it's just more negativity and tearing the people down. I don't, I just don't, I don't get why we have to tear others down to try to build ourselves up. Talk this shit flipper. <laughs> Damn! Now I'm gonna watch Jungle Fever. <laughs> <laughs> Flipping purifying this motherfucker. Talk to him. Let him. Let him know. <laughs> I just. I mean, it's a, it's an interesting conversation, man. Like, and and I'm. This is Bowtie first talking. I'm. I'm I would love to have a a conversation with people. Like, I'm not going to argue back and forth with nobody about like an opinion. But if we want to have a good conversation, you guys hit us up and let's talk about it and understand that the premise of the conversation is the black community tearing each other down. Why do we have to tear each other down? Because someone, male or female, 
dates outside of their race or is married to someone outside of their race? Why why do we have to tell that person that? I don't know, brother. And I know that's not I know, all bro. people. I, I don't know, brother, but your, your last little soliloquy, you weren't going to be invited to the Frederick Douglass School for Boys and Dr. Omar. <laughs> <laughs> so your, your, your donation has been, has been, has been returned, brother. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, hey, I got the great I guess, doc, I guess doc, I guess. Dr. Umar on, on this one, man. So uh, we're going we're gonna to stay over here. <laughs> it is an Africans <laughs> meeting only. <laughs> you and your White wife will be escorted <laughs> out. <laughs> so, oh, hey, hey, shout out to Dr. Umar. <laughs> you, <laughs> your white wife. <laughs> the prince, <laughs> you know. The, the, the prince of Pan-Africanism. Hey, man, shout out to the prince, man. He's hey, hey, prince. he called himself King Kong Consciousness. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, shout out to the... So, hey, man, I, I love the sisters, man. That's the only, you know, that's 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 my thing, man. I love, I love sisters, love. too. I love, I love, love, I love, 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 love who you love, man. But, you know, if y'all want to have a conversation, y'all have it with Flipper. You ain't going to have it with me. Oh, no. Because I'm going to start cracking jokes and everything else and start singing the Jungle Fever song for CV1. <laughs> I got more important things in my life. And I'll say and I'll say this for J.L. Number one, he's an actor, right? So I would assume there's a lot of women that find him attractive. Most actors and actresses, they keep their, a lot of them keep their, unless they marry other celebrities, keep their private lives pretty private. That you, too. Because you want the illusion of people to want you. Think about it, if it's like, a, if it's an attractive woman, right? And we find out she's married, it takes away the attraction because like she, even though you'll never have a chance with her, you know you can't have a chance with her now because she's married. You want to keep the, <laughs> you want to keep the illusion, man. It's about, you know, sex appeal. That's why they would always tell people like I uh, was at, like I was watching like Teddy Riley. He was talking. He told Bobby Brown, "Don't get married." You know, Whitney Houston. This is Whitney Houston because the women wanted they the thought they wanted Bobby Brown to be single, and that's hmm. who buys the buys the records and those type of helps, things. Helps things sell. Yeah. So you know that's you know to me that's the biggest thing because I didn't care when Issa Rae kept her stuff on the low and got married when she came on. Not that at all. Show, I didn't. I was care. like, I was like, oh. I, it's that's a dope. I was like, oh, she's getting married. Oh, okay, keep it moving. So, well, yeah, so that's that's like that's how I feel. Like Issa Rae, her thing, dope. Be private. Keep you know, keep whatever you want private. That's the same with Jay Ellis or whomever else. Like, do you like that's 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 the bow tie fresh perspective. Like, be happy, go be prosperous, be happy, enjoy your life. That's that's the ultimate thing for me. I can really care less. I don't know. Like Doctor Umar like gave you, me the vibe. Gave know, me the vibes. A, he gave me the I'm vibes, huge, my nigga. I'm a huge <laughs> fan, and you know this. I'm a huge fan of Marsha Ambrosius. She's she's fine to me. She's married, and it didn't take anything away. I still think she's fine, and I love her damn music. Like I, I don't know. Like I, I'm just like. I, I, maybe I'm looking at it differently or, or, or wrong or, or right. I don't know. But I'm like, I, for me, I'm all about like, let's bring in a good vibe. Let's have a good ass time. Like, I don't, I don't have time to try to tear anybody else down. I don't, if you are a black woman married to a white man, more power to you, sister. Are you happy? Great. Are you, are you prosperous? Great. That's what I care about. Let's have brunch. <laughs> you know, I don't care whether your spouse is, I don't care if you, you are a black man married to a white man. I really don't care. Are you happy? Are you prosperous? Hey, that's what I'm about. Hey, man. Like I said, man, Dr. Umar. Dr. Umar, <laughs> Dr. Umar is going to talk to Flipper, man, and we'll get y'all the updated conversation the next time, man. 
like I said, you know, if you come, if you come to the, if you come to the Mike J party, this is an African American party only. You and your white <laughs> wife will be escorted out. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So hey, you know, wasn't he wasn't he canceling for wasn't he blocking people? Yeah, <laughs> he was like, blocked, 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 yeah, blocked. <laughs> what did he say? I need I need to get the seafood salad. <laughs> I need the beef ribs. He was just on some wild shit, man. Shout out to Doctor Umar, man. Hey, we <laughs> don't have to have a whole Doctor Umar segment. He's a wild yeah. brother. Yeah, man. All right, man. So speaking of people, man, they've been making people mad. It's Dave Chappelle. Now I watched some of the stand up. You know, I I just didn't catch all of it. I've been I've been busy. But man, you know, I know it was a lot of backlash and everything else. Now, Dave is coming here in a couple of weeks. Are you interested in going? Something you looked yes, into going? Yes, I. Yes, I am. I have, I have, I have looked at it and currently uh, trying to secure tickets. Okay. So I'm just curious about, you know, people. He's not going to be canceled. People's like, oh, you know. I mean, I don't know. I am interested to see what Dave's next thing is going to be because it's the last few. Okay, you talked about the LGBTQ. Okay, that's cool, whatever. But what's the? I'm really curious about what the next thing is going to be, because if it's another one with the same premise, I'm like, Dave, you're too brilliant for that. I didn't want to see something different, and that's nothing yeah. to me. Cancel. Just I'm just curious because to me, man, he's just he's hilarious. But I want to see something. I want. I'm curious to see what his next next role next next role to in comedy is going to be. Yeah, like I I agree with Mike J. Uh, ain't ain't nothing gonna get canceled. Not even student loan debt apparently. But yeah. man, ain't shit getting canceled. Um, like I, I'm a Dave Chappelle fan. Um, think that he think that he's hilarious. I think that his comedy, um, he he is funny while branching in a lot of social aspects and things that need to be talked about. Um, which is what he done in this particular standup. Like he touched on social things. He, if, if people are just so caught up in like oh transgender, oh you know LGBTQ he utilized those in that community to talk about different type of social injustices for that community, things that are not, things that are not going well for that community, as well as for the black community and other minorities. Like if you really listen and stop getting focused on, oh, he, he said the word LGBT or he said the word transgender, blah, 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 blah. Sit back and think. Like, Watch it and and listen to hear and listen to understand. Not don't just listen to respond. And I think that that's what people are doing. I mean, but but I'm a big fan of Dave Chappelle. I, I would like to see him when he comes here. And you know, I'm cool with you know people feeling a certain type of way because I like Dave Chappelle. Because guess what? A lot of you people, I I, I invite you, I implore you to. But Bowtie Fresh is a huge supporter of the LGBTQ community. It's literally parts and a big focus of my primary job but outside of that I have family close friends that are members of that community and support them I have been to various walks I have done things I've stood side by side with people I've stood up for people when they were being attacked in certain scenarios so I, I, I implore people to really do your research really think about it really listen to what he says it's not necessarily an attack it's not an attack on anybody he's using that medium and that community to talk about injustices that are happening to them and others but i agree with mike jay i think that his last three has it been three or four uh stand-ups have kind of been around the same vein i'm interested to see what else he does how did, how does he transition how did you how do what new are you going to bring and how do you reinvent you know something new oh yeah 
All right, man. So let's kind of transition to sports, man. And hey, man, it's been the NBA season just starting off, man. You and I are both lovers of the NBA. I watch probably. I'm probably gonna say I probably watch more basketball than more folks in the crew. Hey, man. So what you know? So what's been your early reactions, man? You know, are you surprised about the Lakers struggling? No. Uh, I'm not surprised about the Lakers struggling at all. Like you have a lot of talent, a lot of guys that need to. Hold on, hold on. Preface. Hold on. Old talent. You know what I'm saying? Oh, now, well, now oh, this, if this was like 2012 or something like that, 2011, oh man, you got a team that could be better than the than the 72 and 10 Bulls. But it's 2021. Yeah, hey, yeah no, no, and that's what I'm saying. I think I, I think that the even even the old talent, like you got to find a way to match. Like even even when uh, Bron, Wade, and Bosh and Ray Allen and all them were together, like they didn't win that first year. They had to figure it out. And I think that that's what that's what I expected from the Lakers this year to figure it out. Do I think they're going to be championship contenders? Absolutely. They got too much willpower. But I think that they – I didn't expect them to come out and just be blowing teams out right now. and We're winning everything that anytime we touch the floor. I didn't think that at all. I'm like, uh-huh. they're going to have to figure it out and, and work through some shit. Like those – like you and I and a few others that like really know basketball, that shit just doesn't come. I can't put all the talent together and just be like, all right, well, we're all going to go play one-on-one basketball. No, they got to play together. So I'm not surprised, and I also feel that I think that they're going to turn it around. I, I don't think that this is going to last too long. Now, ask me, you know, closer to the All-Star break, and if they still struggle, I'm going to be like, yee, this could be ugly. But I I expected them to to, to come out and kind of struggle. Yeah, they Hey, man, it's ugly. LeBron out here screaming on campaign to my nigga a year and a half ago. You was at home. Be humble. Yeah. <laughs> hey, come on, man. Come on, dog. That's when you campaign. That was petty as hell. No, nah, nah, but as ca- campaign, he got to be like, yo, shut the F up, man. Like, who, are you, who, who are you? Who are you to tell you? Like, yo, like, Bronny and Bryce are at your house. I ain't your damn kid. <laughs> hey, man, you wasn't talking all that when Draymond called you a bitch. So, no. Oh, man. No, <laughs> no. Nah, nah, nah. You ain't great son me. I don't give a damn how, how good you are. <laughs> No. Oh man, when he when he said that, I I I was like, that is a that is a different level of petty right there. Yeah. <laughs> you was working at a Verizon cell phone. Yeah, don't talk to me. Yeah, man, lame man. Hey man, Brown's kind of a sucker for that, man. You know, you ain't, ain't just like don't don't tell me to be humble. Uh, you don't know, you know what I went through. So yeah, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna talk it. And you know, and we we get you out of we're gonna get you out of there in the playoffs. I'll just be I'll be talking to him then. <laughs> All right, man. Oh, so. man. That 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 was funny as hell, man. I see. I seen your boy was back in in uh, regular season form as well. Old Pat Bev. Oh yeah, man. You know, Mister Mister. I worst tell him he's a different dude, boy. He had them Timberlands yeah, on the yeah. beach that time. Hey, he, he like, got that look. He got he that, that look of I haven't watched in weeks. Yeah, that look of that <laughs> that uh, looking like yo. After the game, yo, we can scrap it out. Or he definitely looks like he want to play either scrap it out and then play you one on one like on the butter rim, play for bunks. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to my cousin man who passed my cousin Wayne. He definitely looks like somebody with hooping jeans and boots. Yeah, 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 <laughs> definitely. <laughs> hey man, so man, this is the time to get your shit off, man. Your Bulls are playing well. Hey man, how, I'm how, happy how, about it. Man. How, how does it feel to be over 500 this late in the season? <laughs> See, there's the there's the petty that, that we were all waiting for right there. There's the petty right there. Now it feels good, man. Like I I I think that we've had some some decent games. Uh, that you know, we had a close game the other night, pulled it out. But I'm not like super like oh we about to run the table. I, I feel like what Demar Derozan said. It's a good run. 
but we got a lot of work to do. Like if you watched, I've watched, I had a chance to watch two of the games and there was, there's definitely quite a few miscues guys kind of like the Lakers trying to figure out how to play with each other and, and, and gel with each other. Um, I think that the Bulls got to do a better job of utilizing Fusevich. Fusevich is a walking double-double, and he can get you, you know, one or two blocks a game, protects the middle. Uh, but I think that the way, the style of play that, that we play, that, that up and down athletic play, we got a lot of athleticism on the outside. I think we got to find a way to get him going on the inside a little bit more than we do because he's got the skill set. He, he's getting his. I think he's averaging like 13 and 10 right now. Normally he's like 18, 20 points, maybe 12 to 15 rebounds a game. So like he's getting into form, but right now we're a perimeter team. And, you know, especially with Patrick Williams, you know, being that, being that athletic four, like we get up and down. Vucevic can run, but it, it'd be nice to be able to kind of get him in that half court set, kind of get him going a little bit more, but I'm excited. I'm happy about my Bulls, man. Yeah, I'm on, on the other side now. You know, preface they do have like they're probably you know the second and third best players are hurt. You know, I give them that. But yeah. man, it's just like I this it's just disappointing. I had to cut them off yesterday. I got so damn mad, man. Yeah, just you know, I I, I, I there's there's a frustration level that's that's boiling with them as far as like not being aggressive and like blowing the team up. You keep running it back. It's, it ain't working. Now, I give them, you know, it's early, so I give them some slack. You know, they care it's Levert, you know, is hurt, and they're making – I was about to say, y'all don't have Levert either. Like, you know, and he, TJ, he, when he, there's guys that just banged up. Hooper. Then I rookie – Yeah, Duarte's playing really well. You know, our other rookie, he, you know, he hurt his knee, so he's going to be out for a while. So, this is there's a level of frustration, man. But, you know, it's early. It's only, like, what, five games in? So, yeah, uh, but the East yeah. is so stacked that you get behind early, man. You, you know, teams are going to fall back. It's early, but yeah. you know, watching yeah, them right lose, watching them lose leads, man, and lose games that they should win, it's frustrating. It's like so, but you know, yeah, East, gonna is, East is still going to be be sad because I mean, you still got, you still got obviously Milwaukee. They're the champs. Everything got to go through them until they lose the chip. Uh, but I mean, you still you got Atlanta. Who's, who's balling. Um, I've seen quite a lot, a lot of people talking about Jason Collins, especially Jason Collins being picked after TJ Lee for the Pacers. But I mean, yeah, I mean Atlanta, Atlanta's hooping. I mean, you can't, you can never count out the Sixers, you know what I mean? With, with Embiid and, and that squad, the Heat, straight ballers, you know, Celtics can't count them out. So to your point, like the East is, East is getting real stacked real quick. So It'll be interesting to see how the how the how the Pacers rebound. Like I said, I, I think it'll it's it's not fair. In my opinion, I'm not a Pacer fan, but I don't think it's fair to like really be too hard on them because I mean, arguably, Karis Levert's probably the best player, maybe. And it's like, I mean, it's that's a lot to overcome when you got a guy like with that type of talent not playing for you. Hey man, I know what I meant to tell you, man. And this is a change that I think you thought it was funny. So somebody on Twitter, let me let me try to get this cat's name. It's at Black Spence Nets. Why do you say Viola Davis will be top fifteen? She had a BBL. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dog, I'm in there cackling and <laughs> reading that. Oh, Damn, not Viola Davis with the BBL. <laughs> you talking about she be top fifteen? She had a BBL. Yeah, man. Not the premium chocolate buns. Yeah, man. That's 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 crazy, man. That hey, is man. hilarious, though. Yeah, I forgot about the Nets, man. I did forget about the Nets. No Kyrie. Kyrie said, I forgot about that vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> 
Kyrie said, no, no, my brother. <laughs> I, <laughs> too, <won't> <laughs> I too will not do that. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Hey, man. So if you said final prediction, man, I'm going to go with the Bucks. And I'm trying to say, maybe the, I'm trying to think. It's, I don't think the Suns are going to be able to do nothing again, man. Denver. Yeah, I guess I'll go safe and go Bucks and Lakers, but I ain't too keen on the Lakers. I think the old bones is gonna dry up. I think they'll get it rolling by the All Star break, but when it get coming into the, the season, dog, I think them dudes is gonna be tapped out. And LeBron, his frustration is gonna be he gonna lose even more here. That damn frust, that damn uh, that dad gonna headband gonna look like a magnum <laughs> on the top of his head. That's how oh, much hair he gonna lose. <laughs> I think that they, uh, I think that they're going to end up doing a lot of this. Uh, what, what, what do they call it? Uh, where they start resting players and, and doing that type of stuff. I see a lot of, I see them keeping themselves right in the mix and resting guys until they can be fresh come play, come, come late season playoff time. But um, if I, if I had to say, or my prediction, I think it'll be Bucks and Lakers. What I would like to see would be um, Bucks and Denver. I like I like Denver, man. I like that I like Denver too. It's just really curious about Jamal Murray's gonna come back from that ACL yeah. injury. Yeah, yeah, that's that's usually, that's the caveat right there. Yeah, because usually it can take a guy. Most guys can come back in a year, but still yeah. to be to be you know to be ready. So it's gonna be interesting how he how he comes back. All right, man. So uh, oh, did you see uh, Jalen Brown throw that shit down on Miles Bridges last night? Ooh, that was nasty. Hey man, oh. why did why did he cock it back like that though? Hey man, you know who else threw one down? Lord McConaughey. He threw a damn turd down on Jokic. On Jokic, yeah. yeah hey, did, like... hey, did you see Jokic roll afterwards? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, that nigga rolled like a stiff log. <laughs> yeah, <dog. laughs> don't even jump, Jokic. You can't jump. You yeah, can't don't even, even. Don't even. You can't jump over an Uno box, man. Ain't none, hey, you don't want the MVP, man. Ain't no worry about that. For real. That's one of them ones. Uh, you don't want the MVP, nigga. I'm not taking this charge. No, <laughs> turning my back. I'm turning my back and getting back on, on offense. Yeah. And what do you call to take but, you out? But before before we move on, I know we got some other stuff to talk about. But uh, we talking about the exciting players to watch so far. It's not a surprise. That goddamn John Morant. Yeah, I was going. Hey. I figured you was going to say that. He said he's taking the leap in his third year, man. Yeesh. He's like, a, he's like a he's like a skinny Westbrook. John Morant is a problem. John Morant is a problem. Dude is a dude is a baller. He's exciting to watch. He's a I, I mean I, I heard him mic'd up a few times. Like he's developing into a, like a really good leader for the squad. Hey man, John Morant's a baller. Like he he's the future. Like you know when when certain cats is gone, you talk about LeBron's and every different guys getting old. Man, John Morant's where it's at. That dude is a damn hooper. Well, speaking of that, speaking of talking about, let's jump into this NBA seventy-five. Do you think that at, at NBA at one hundred, you think Ja has a, you think Ja's gonna be on that list? I think he deserves if if he keeps progressing as he as he is. I, I think so. Dude is a baller. I I am a I am a huge fan. Huge fan. All I right. think he got a I think he got a shot to make it. Uh, and, and talking about the NBA at seventy-five, I'm kind of pissed off that Tracy McGrady wasn't on the list. All right, I'm gonna put it out there. Okay, so I, 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 I can I tell. You. Go ahead. No, no, I was gonna say I can't. I can't tell you like all the. I don't remember all the guys that were on it, but goddamn it, Tracy McGrady should have been on there. 
Yeah, it's this thing is I'm, I'm really curious. They never really brought out like what the what you know why why the people voted that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the qualifications? Because you get a guy like Clay Thompson, right? And people are like, oh, he should have made it over Reggie Miller. And I'm like, I'm taking away that I'm a Pacer fan. Clay has never had the pressure of being the number one guy. No, there is a difference in being the number one guy and being the number two. Or they won two, won two championships, being the third best player. With Kevin Durant, who's an all-time great, and Steph Curry's all-time great. Oh, there you go. There you Dude, go. Dude, like I don't. I mean, you 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 can't. I mean, you might and be I'm, more talented than everything else. And it's also they talk about numbers. You have to look at numbers in different ways. Different way the errors the game is played. Like I was just looking up Reggie's stats. You know, the dude only shot four. Like he averaged like four point eight threes per game. Not shot. And I mean, not made. Shot. Shot attempt. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's just the the game is different. And, I, and it's going to shock a lot of people, Mike J included probably the most, because everybody knows that I, I can't stand the Pacers and I fucking hate Reggie Miller. But I'm just he, he denied you to wash his car one time, told you to get out of there, <laughs> pushed you on the ground, man, and rolled off, man. And, and hey. with the Watsons, girl, you've been mad ever since. Hey, what I'm, what I'm going to say this, though, ain't no way in hell Clay Thompson should have made that over Reggie Miller. Ain't no way in hell. It ain't even close. I don't. I'm not a fan of Reggie Miller, but I, I will. I will not hate on that man. Uh, that Re- Reggie, there's no way Clay Thompson would have should have even been an argument to make it over Reggie Miller. I I'm think sorry. my biggest snub has got to be Dwight Howard. I mean, well, you can mm-hmm. say who you don't like or whatever. That dude made eight All NBA teams. I yep. think three times Defensive Player of the Year. Took a team. Took Orlando to the finals. I'm gonna be here. He deserved to be over there over Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. I mean, I Anthony, would agree, I would Anthony, agree with that. Anthony Davis, great, great talent. But yo, what Charles Barkley call him street clothes? I mean, <laughs> when he was the man, second round the most. Yep, yep. I I can't. I, I mean, they don't. I mean, it's to me, it's it's weird, and it's the fact that Dominique Wilkins should have been on the, the all the top fifty listing initially. Yeah, and and, and hey, I'm gonna tell you something, man. I was listening to Bamani Jones yesterday, and they they brought up Grant Hill. He didn't make the list. He was like, "Look at the stats of primes between Grant Hill and Scottie Pippen." It's like Grant Hill, and I'm not even Grant Hill was a better player than Scottie Pippen in their prime. He was, he was absolutely. Because I guess the the biggest absolutely. thing, the biggest thing was, was like you never seen a playoff game that Mike didn't have it and Scottie took it on home, mm-hmm. never. I don't know. So it's just, you I, know, I, I agree. I, it's going to be, it's going to be Hill's interesting. Prime. Yeah. Grand Hill. I mean, it was like top three in the league and doing, you know, yeah. during that time, but uh, it's interesting to see who's going to be on the, in the, and of course, you know, they are talking about, somebody said Lucas should be on there at 75. He ain't did enough yet. No, he's no. Not like Luka. No. but come on though. Two years. Negative. 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 Yeah, I agree. You know, you even bounced in the first round. He ain't no, no, no. Now if he had got, got to a chip or something like that, no, 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 no. Yeah, you don't know how good. You know, you just never know. But two years ain't ain't enough. And he'll be no. on sure the top one hundred. Now, if they want yeah. to get spicy and, and really start removing some people from that list, because there was some cats on there like Dave the Busher, and you know, and mm-hmm. some other guys. I think they could have got up out of there if they. But you know, they're not gonna do that to those guys. That'd be disrespectful to push you off the list after all those years, especially when you can't you know play again. Yeah, but uh. Yeah, man, it was definitely it definitely was spicy, man. But I those didn't think are, those I, are I didn't favorite. think I didn't think Reggie was gonna make it. I was surprised. I was like, oh, really? 
I mean, I, you know, he made the Hall of Fame. I mean, I ain't really surprised about that, but I didn't think he was going to make the top 75. See, no. I, I, figured, I figured that he would. Like, yeah. I, like I said, as, as much, I'm not a fan because I'm a diehard Bulls fan, but I figured that Reggie would. Reggie was a damn killer. Yeah. I, hate, I, I mean, I, I, it just is what it is. He, Reggie was a damn killer. I, and I feel like he, he should have made it. Yeah. My, I, I, but I do, I do agree with you. My, my two biggest snubs were McGrady and Dwight Howard. Those are my two. Because even looking at, you know, looking at McGrady, is this like his, his, like, you know, he was seven time NBA All Star, two times All NBA first team, three times All NBA second team, twice All NBA third team. Yeah. It's just, you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, on what you saw on the court during his prime was so great. But it was just that the prime wasn't like super long. Yeah, so I mean, it was like, yeah, I'm saying so. It's just kind of like he had one, just like Grant Hill, like six to eight years of a prime. I'm really gonna say, man, it's guys, it's guys like that, man. Grant Hill, T Mac, Penny. Like, just imagine, hell, even Amari Stoudemire. Imagine if guy if they didn't have the injuries that they did, them guys were fucking beasts. Well, you know, one guy I thought, Grant Hill, you know, one guy I thought who I'm surprised didn't make the list, Yao Ming. Yeah, I forgot about yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, I, I, I definitely, I definitely was, was, was surprised about that, man. Um, so, yeah, it, it'll Yow. be interesting, man. You know, I just really wanted to wish they would get in deep of like they don't have to even say who said what, but even like the seventy six players on the seventy fifth list, seventy five list. I would love to know who was the tie. They probably yeah. would never release that because that's embarrassing to the people who wants to be known you would pick last, but. Yeah, I don't know. I really would just like to be able to get some background information on it, man. All right. the last person picked was David Bush. <laughs> uh, well, Dave was on, I think Dave was on, Dave was on the top 50, so Dave was already in there. Uh, okay. uh, I'm sure it was right. I'm sure them last, you know, last West things got spicy. Now, I don't remember, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you got the list on there, was uh, Carl Malone on the list? He was on the top 50. Okay, okay. He's on the top 50. All right, man. So let's kind of switch, switch it up to the A, man. That nigga had the most sub. That's one of the, the twice I've ever rooted for the Bulls was against Utah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But then I like see Michael Jordan, like after watching the last dance, we're like kind of spirit animals. He talks shit. I talk shit. He's been known, <laughs> he's been referred to being a sociopath. I've been referred to being as a sociopath. It's like, yo, we kind of got a lot in common. We lo- we I was like, gonna say, yeah, I got a lot in common, man. We like to drink and you know, tequila and smoke cigars. My eyes ain't yellow, but uh, you know. <laughs> hey, hey, MJ said, hang out with him long enough, they will be. <laughs> hey, that's crazy, right? <laughs> hey, MJ said, hello, my brother. <laughs> hey, I think I got some. I think I got some. I don't know. I got rid of my damn bootleg bootleg uh, cut sweat, so that might get me eliminated. Oh shit! Hey man, let's get hey, a quick thing on the NFL. He, he, he gonna have you trying to bet on random shit. Talking about, oh, hey, man. Hey, man. I bet oh, you I can open. Real. I bet you I can open the refrigerator door faster than you. I know. Right? I'm gonna take <laughs> your money. <laughs> hey, hey man. So let's talk about the NFL real quick, man. Uh, it's been a lot of injuries. Seventeen games. I'm not really feeling. Eh. Nah, nah. It's Thursday night football. I'm probably not gonna watch it tonight. I don't even know who's playing, but yeah, I'm not gonna watch it. Them games be horrible. Uh. Hey man, I'm glad I'm glad they be putting the most suck ass games on Thursday night too. Because I'm like, no, nobody really wants to see these. So good job, yeah, good job want, keeping who wants, to, who wants to watch a guy after they didn't beat themselves to a pulp on Sunday come back on Thursday and play? Yeah, yeah. It's one thing for Thanksgiving. I think, uh, that's the kind I think of Thursday. 
I was gonna say I think Thursday is air tonight is Arizona and Green Bay, I believe. Well, that might not be a bad game, but I guess I talk all that shit, but <laughs> still probably won't watch it. <laughs> now I'll catch it if it's the fourth quarter. Hey man, early MVP thoughts, man. Man, uh that's 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 tough, especially with the injuries, but I would probably have to put my money on Kyler. Like Kyler, Kyler's balling right now. So I would say Kyler's probably my early MVP favorite. I guess I got a group of guys. Kyler, Lamar, because he's leading the league. He was leading the league yep. in total yards. Yep. Dak is going crazy. Josh Allen. It's going to be about Josh Allen. Ooh. All these young, all these young quarterbacks, man. Yeah, I forgot about Josh Allen. He is balling. Yeah. So, but hey, man, let's get to this fantasy football. We got a shout out to the homie Nick. He's out here killing. He's seven. Hey, he's killing it. Seven and zero, man. Yeah, I seen hey. down here. He's out here. He's out here talking. So this Nick guy, he got to feel good, man, because his Miami Hurricanes. You know they ain't doing shit. So you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I gotta make sure my guys out here, man. You know, living the dream, man. So you know, hopefully, he can, you know, if he if he this to make him feel better, man. Get that. No, that nigga gonna come fan. for you. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey man, he, he can come for me, but you know the it is what it is. <laughs> them boys got <laughs> them boys be out here getting demolished. You know, straight, man, straight demolished. Turnover chain my ass. <laughs> Turn the damn game <laughs> off. <laughs> Black ass niggas. Hey man. <laughs> but uh yeah, man. Well, shout out to the homie Nick, man. You know, he's kill he's yeah, killing man. in the he's killing in the fantasy football, dog. He beat me by like 40 points the last game. I was, I don't, like he had like the game Mike Evans had three touchdowns. It's like, ugh. Yeah, it's All over. Right. It's it's over for me. I'm I'm getting trounced. I, my my three of my top five picks are hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm piecing together mediocrity every week. Yeah, bro. I'm getting boy that damn Miles Sanders from the Eagles. Toilet water. Yeah, I'm nothing from him. <laughs> and anybody that don't, if, if if you want any type of fantasy football advice, don't fucking pick up Mike Davis from the from the Falcons either. Oh God, that man is pure sewage water. Yeah. All right, man. Let's get let's get to let's get to the internet civil black black Twitter civil war once again. We're on the last season. It's insecure. I mean, I think we both the same, man. We both sad this ending, right? I think we can yeah. say that. Yeah, yeah. But man, it seems like a lot of issues, man. You know, the people are mad that a character, not Amanda Seals, a character is wearing the AK stuff, and and, and that's a, a trademark. So you got to get that thing licensed. Mm-hmm. I doubt that they would just get on there and be that flagrant and be like, you know what, we're going to do all this and not get a license. Because then they, they could right. get sued. Right. So, I mean, I just... I, I, think, I think that that comes from, this This is my opinion, and this this is Bowtie Fresh channeling some of uh, Mike J's petty right now. Um, I think that a lot of this turmoil and backlash is from a bunch of loser motherfuckers that don't have shit else in their life but their sorrow and frat. Like, it's one of those things where you these these people that are saying and doing a lot of this stuff are like that's all they live for like hey good morning i'm an aka yeah okay who gives a fuck hey how was your afternoon i'm an aka don't really give a damn like it's those people that are really causing all of this because i think that the actual sorority put something out that said that they were going to have conversations but there was they put something out and i'm paraphrasing they weren't really pressed about it until certain people started just like going off about it. And then they reached out to Insecure and HBO and whoever else, like the, the actual organization reached out, but it wouldn't, I don't think it would have really been an issue if you didn't have those type of people. 
and it's it's a lot of individuals talking about the the you know the Greek culture online and all that type of stuff. But for me, it's a it's a business thing. It has nothing to do with the the Greek culture. The Greek culture is a part of college life. The Greek culture is 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 really prevalent in the African American community in a lot of circles. But it's more of a business thing. It's a representation thing. It's how many how many times have various sororities and fraternities been represented in various movies or TV shows? Like it's one of those things where it's like I, I, I it goes back to what I said earlier. Stop trying to tear other motherfuckers down. Like everybody wants to have something to complain about or try to tear the next person down. Why? Like why? Why are you so just hateful to be like ah? Fuck that bitch and people going in Amanda Seals. Amanda Seals didn't do anything. Her character, yeah. <laughs> like to your point. But, but, like, oh, but they said that she had, but she's been like having that stuff throughout the whole series, like different like yeah. paraphernalia and stuff like that. Like the brother who Molly wouldn't get into it. He had, the, I think he had an Omega paddle. Omega. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, it's just people, Again, man. It's a record. Yeah, it's just miserable. When you're miserable and you're just trying to find something to like either go viral or, or kick an opinion that no one cares about, you know. It's, it's it's to me it's just it's, it's sad like, it's sad and stop going back to my original point stop trying to tear motherfuckers down i'm all for a good joke but stuff ain't even funny you know what i'm saying yeah if was, yeah if it was like a good joke i'm like ah, we get it off but now it's like oh man come on now so i don't know it's like we, like like i said we spent like this we spent two or three minutes talking about this but still really talking about the actual show man so let's kind of hop off of that man yeah, yeah. So you know, you, you see, Issa goes back to Stanford and all that type of stuff. She, you know, she sits back and had this crazy moment, man. But the funniest part to me is when her homegirl set her up to get robbed. Oh, oh bro, that, that was hilarious. That took me. Why, you, gave, why do you even take my shoes? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that gave me season season one vibes, man. So, uh, yeah, that was funny, man. But uh, let me ask you this, brother. I like I like that part. I also like the part. I like the part where. Uh, Kelly started singing when when they eulogized her. Well, yeah. eulogized her but at the very part when she found out she died, they started doing a damn stanky leg. Yeah, oh, I cackled. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy, man. But let me let me ask you this, man. We talked. I don't know. If we didn't really talk. Well, I think you and I were both watching the show at the same time. Just you know, we weren't talking. But man, if you were Lawrence and she broke with you after you drove over to L.A. airport, <laughs> what would your response be? I'd have been like, "You dirty motherfucker." <laughs> yeah, like, I could have say, I could as high as gas prices are, and as as, as crowded as this damn place is, <laughs> yeah. left your ass here. <laughs> I'd have been mad petty. Yeah, I'm out here. You gonna break on me like that? Like you thought about that? You could have typed that, and you could have sent me that on the damn on the damn plane. While your ass is on the tarmac. Yeah, I could have I could have diverted and went into In and Out Burger or something. Shit. Yeah, dog. That's another. Hey, hey, the, the the other the the other crazy thing is like she never really did say that. She's like, ah, well, you know, I was thinking about, <laughs> and he was like, ah, yeah, like no, go ahead and tell me. I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna you to have my ass drive out here. Oh, you gonna tell me exactly? I want the specifics. Tell me, is it the baby? Is it the girl? You think that I'm like what? Is, what is it? You gonna tell me? Damn it! I didn't drove all the way out here. Nah, I'd have been like, damn, you could have told me this earlier. Oh, all right. you know, I ain't gonna say, I ain't, you know, I ain't one of them either, man. It wouldn't affect me. I'd have been like, damn. Dog. Oh yeah, it would have affected you. I'd have been like, I'm like, ain't this about a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I was like, hey, what's up, Pernia? <laughs> hey, I know, <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know things went wrong and everything, but, you know, I was just wondering, did I go get a cup of coffee? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> hey, con- hey, Condola. Yeah. <laughs> Let me talk to my baby in your stomach. Oh, yeah, I know, right? I'm not having, having a hand start to roam around. <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes, you know, you got to sit back and get a, get a baby an April shower. <laughs> you know hey. what I'm saying? <laughs> Soothe the womb. Hey. <laughs> The, 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 yeah. the pregnant woman, the pregnant woman is enjoyable. Hey man, <laughs> hey, speak, hey that is, that's, that's how the that's how the culture LSU was trying to get down. <laughs> Ed Hoshon oh, trying to holler at the pregnant woman. <laughs> Damn. Oh man. man, so I know I know we've talked about this before, man. So uh, what do you think was on Lawrence's playlist as he drove home and after he got back to his car, man? <laughs> Oh uh, man, probably a little bit of Drake, probably some J. Cole, because he's probably trying to get himself out the funk or whatever. And he needs some boring music to keep it, you know, keep him moving, man. He don't want nothing like too too rough or whatever, because he might have to get a backbone, but probably something like that. You know what I would have played? What's that? You're a liar, a cheater, a deceiver, a Oh, that was my shit right there. Anytime I was bitter, that was my shit. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I probably, honestly, man, I probably would have drove back in silence. I'm like, this is better. Ah, yeah, probably. I mean, yeah, yeah. That's 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 some crazy. That's some cold stuff right there. Though. That was cold blooded, man. Cold blooded. You gonna make me? I'm gonna drive all the way out here, and and I got out my damn car. Yeah. Like I would have just went ahead, and drove past, splashed one of the rain puddles on your ass, and kept moving. <laughs> yeah, dude gave you the middle finger and kept it moving. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but uh, hey, man. So let's get to. I'm excited for episode two, man. So I think they're going ten episodes this year, man. So yeah, definitely. I just want like after this next episode, well, this next up- upcoming episode, I don't want to hear nothing about no AKAs and none of that other type of stuff, man. I'm from just like enjoy the episode. And I'm gonna all make about sure, the show. Make sure I funnel that bull crap out. All right, man. No doubt, bro. So you you talked to you watched Squid Game. I did not. That's you know I don't really. If most people watch something, I kind of go my own little way, man. So uh, what you think about Squid Game? Hey man, I like Squid Game. I mean, it wasn't like something I'm like ah oh, critically acclaimed or whatever. But I like Squid Game. It was ill as hell. Um, that first episode, how they came out the gate dropping folks. Oh, I was like, damn, what is this? What am I watching? <laughs> um, but I thought it was pretty dope. Like I, I liked the story. Um, I, th- I thought it was pretty cool. It was a it was it was chalked full of funny moments and, and ill shit happening between my man and my man getting kicked in the back on the glass bridge. It, it, all, all kinds of stuff. The dad gone fight in the middle of the night during, during a bunk bed. My man, my man had a shank and tried to throw it into a metal bunk bed. Uh, it was it was ill. Uh, but I, I, I like the show. I, I I thought that it was a nice little, cool little binge worthy show. It definitely deserves, you know, all the all the talk that it gets. You know, what I mean, I can't I can't hate on it. It was it was pretty dope. I, I liked it. Yeah, I mean, I know the I know the director got mad to LeBron James. He was talking to Anthony Davis, I guess, after a press conference, and the mic picked it up. He said he didn't like the ending, and the dude got all in his damn feelings. So, yeah, I I, th- I think Homeboy was just being a little sensitive about his craft or about his art. I. I I mean, the, the ending, it could it could have went either way. I've seen a lot of people talk about it, but it was it's nothing to the point where you should have been like, ah, F you LeBron James. I think dude's just being sensitive about his craft. That's all. But it's dope. Anybody who hasn't seen it, go check it out. Go watch it. It's a nice little binge-worthy show. Um, and it's inter- it's entertaining. That's for sure. Yeah, man. man speak, 
I was gonna say, speaking, I don't, I don't, I don't know if you're gonna watch it, but uh, or, or Squid Games, but I did hear as we were uh, getting ready to record, man, and I know that you're gonna end up watching this. Uh, Tiger King two, new episodes uh, drop November seventeenth, man. Damn, well, they gonna have? They gonna, they gonna go to the jail for Joe? <laughs> hey, they, how you feel, how you feel about the return of Carol Baskin? Oh, it's gonna be about her. Hmm. No, no, it's they all gonna be in it. Carol Baskin, they gonna they gonna have a uh, uh, Joe. <laughs> they gonna have excerpts from Joe trying to uh, uh, plead to or appeal to uh, Trump to try to get released. Uh, the the other little dude that was Joe's uh, partner. It's, it's gonna be ill. They got they got people returning. Well, you know, I, I'll probably check it out, man. You know, it ain't it ain't gonna be better than the first one. The first one felt like it was so organic and wild. This one just feels <laughs> like you know, it's just like you know, it's just I don't know. You know, if like you just have an unexpectedly good meal somewhere that you didn't ever think you had some good food. Yeah. That's how I thought about Tiger King. Now it's just like, all right, I'm gonna put more production into it. And you're gonna be like, man, that shit lame as hell, man. I'm gonna watch it the first episode just to check it out. I had no idea, man. I knew Joe was was trying to, you know, get on for Trump. Trump, you know, left his ass up in there. Trump hey, looking out the hey, hey, Trump freed uh Kodak Black. <laughs> 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 hey, Trump's a wild Trump's, boy. Trump. I'm sorry, I, I told you I like the colors. <laughs> yeah, you can call that black, but let Trump, but let, uh, but, but let a boy stay up in there, man. Yo. So, yeah, so that that's interesting, man. Yeah, man. So yeah, man, I'm gonna check. I'm definitely gonna check it out. I I, I liked that was a, again another binge worthy type show, man. T- tiger King was ill as hell, ill as hell. <laughs> when 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 that damn tiger attack. Yeah quote unquote attack Joe, but it really just bumped him to the ground and Joe started <laughs> hollering and he pulled out the pistol. Oh, he pulled out the damn pistol so quick and then he realized the camera was on and was like, get back. Yeah. <laughs> you know he wanted to you know he wanted to pop it. But he realized that the camera was on like ah just just get back. Yeah. Uh, and put a bullet a, in his ass when the cameras went off. Yeah, that was a wild that was a wild show though. <laughs> like all those like weirdos that work for Joe. <laughs> like, like yeah it's like you gonna call them weirdos man they're they are people too they have feelings. man dog that was like uh that was like a gumbo full of like weirdos like people like you know how they said back in that people just work for the circus like I, oh <laughs> damn that's, that's <laughs> the carnies it was all carnies <laughs> think about it man you have my man that says he, he wasn't gay but he was like sleeping with joe he just kind of fell into it and then he got his teeth fixed and he's cool and he's like not cool not you know it's just like i guess he's like fine now like you know eating that spoiled meat from walmart <laughs> Hey like, man, that was I was about man, that was one of the illest damn episodes when they had that Thanksgiving and they was like the the, the meat was like six six weeks old and then somebody thought that they had killed a tiger to get the rest of the meat. I was like, shit, yeah, this is some wild, wild stuff right here. Yeah, man. It's a sick ass bag, bro. Yeah, man. But we kind of coming up on the on the time, my brother. As far as you know, it's gonna get we can get people a lot, man. So uh your last yeah, let me, I mean, cause you know, I watched I watched some of the verses. I ain't watch all of it. I didn't watch all KRS one and big big daddy came, man. I know KRS one still got the biggest nose any rapper I've ever had, man. That dude got a schnoz. Yeah, got a schnoz, and then he got a damn hippo mouth. Every time he <laughs> says anything, nigga, it's like, why does your mouth open so wide to say hello? Like, yeah, yeah, and that shakes every word. Right. <laughs> see me. Right. Yeah, but I always like Cal. I mean, Big Daddy Kane better. He was smooth. You know, oh yeah. Yeah, you, you know, Big Daddy, Big Daddy Kane was out there in silk pajamas with Madonna. <laughs> it's a wild, it's a wild dude. <laughs> 
Hey, all we right. got to finish that later down, man. You know, we'll play it in the snow a little bit. Oh, uh, hey, man. All, all right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> big, big Daddy Kane. Yeah. And Flipper probably give you the hands, you know, give you the peace, brother. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. So let's get to the moment, man. Get to go ahead and get get get, get it off, man, for as we as we, get, as we close, man. Yeah, man. So just bring bringing it back, you know, feel, feel, feels good to give y'all the, the the episode and that sort of stuff, man. So giving you a bow tie moment, getting you back in the swing of things. So the bow tie moment goes like this: Don't mistake my positivity for a lack of struggle. I am a sinner been broken and didn't know my worth accepted anything and God still rescued me so this is giving a just a little word to give everybody some hope everything that everybody's going through like we're all going through various different things whether it's you know professional personal you know whatever spiritually mental health whatever the case may be just know that it's okay to experience and go through and feel everything you're feeling because it's going to be brighter days ahead and that's a bow time moment I appreciate y'all being for being down with the Grown Manish podcast. We're gonna get out of here. All our social media information, everything will be in the uh, will be in the description. Appreciate y'all. We'll holler at y'all next week. Peace.